This episode is sponsored by my Patreon supporters. Thank you so much to Christina N., Earl B., St. Peaches, Terence C., thank you to Carla C. and Bonkers. A huge thank you to Viden A., Jordan, Roman, Philip, Mona and Duna, Legion, Hannah M., Brizo, and Abby R. Thank you so much for being here. If you're interested in becoming a patron to help support the podcast, then head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. Choose the tier that fits your interest and enjoy early access, exclusive episodes, and more. Remember, it's patreon.com slash tabitabipod. Mabuhay and welcome to Tabi Tabi Podcast, a show where we explore the fascinating and often mysterious folklore of the Philippines. I'm your host, Ethan, and in today's episode, we are diving into the world of the Tamao. Tamaos are a kind of magical creature from Philippine folklore that many people are unfamiliar with. They have been said to be shapeshifters capable of assuming the appearance of humans, animals, or even inanimate objects. They are frequently connected with natural elements and are considered to be endowed with immense strength and insight. The Tamawo have appeared in countless myths, mythologies, and folklore across the Philippines throughout history. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey through the world of the Tamawo with me, settle in my dear listeners, and let's begin. Iloilo is a province in the Philippines' western Visayas area. Iloilo, the capital city, is a heavily urbanized metropolis that serves as the regional hub of western Visayas. Iloilo is well known for its rich cultural heritage, delicious cuisine, and stunning beaches. It is also a regional center for trade, business, and education. In this beautiful province, we find a mythical creature that is said to be part of the Encanto race, called the Tamawo. The Tamawo is classified under elves by Maximo D. Ramos. The Tamawo are thought to be vile beings who wear putong or crown and bahag, like pre-colonial Visayas aristocracy. Because they are generally represented as non-muscular handsome guys with pale colored eyes, fair complexion, and pale or golden hair, they are regarded to be exceptionally enticing. They may have unusual features such as high-bridged noses, pale skin, and an absence of philtrum. They are also said to be taller than humans. They grow sharp fangs and golden claws when offended, and some believe that they have leaf-shaped ears that glisten in direct sunshine, which somehow reminds me of Edward from Twilight. Considering that the Mawo may look like humans, one method to tell whether the person you are speaking with is a Tamawo is to observe if they have shadow, because apparently they don't have one. Now, like I said earlier, they frequently appear to be gorgeous young men and women, but their true form is that of small beings with unusually long hair that flows to the ground and aged skin. The Tamawo, 
or tumawo, according to the book Creatures of Midnight by Mr. Maximo Ramos, live in beautiful homes hidden underground in the woodlands or on elevated locations in the field. They have lived in large, dark, nunok trees which are also known as balete trees. They use these ancient trees like the nunok trees as portals to the human realm. Santamawas live in trees and bring the babies they steal from the backyard with them because apparently they enjoy stealing infants. They frequently lure children into their home by feeding them black rice and yellow root vegetables, which in reality are actually worms. So I'm assuming that they are using some sort of magic to disguise these worms to look like black rice and yellow root to entice the children. And anyone who eats it will be imprisoned in the woods with the tamawos, unable to return to their home, and will turn into a tamawo themselves. Now, other than the hidden undergrounds in the woodlands or the nunuk trees, they are said to also reside primarily near the sea or any body of water. Now, I mentioned earlier that the tamawo has the ability to shapeshift, right? Well, they take on many different forms to deceive their victims. It is said that the Tamawos are able to transform into a handsome man or a beautiful woman to lure its prey into the water. And once the victim is in the water, the Tamawo will reveal its true form and drag the person down to the depths of the water to drown or eat them. Some versions of the legend describe the Tamawo as a supernatural being who seeks revenge on humans for polluting or disrespecting the environment. Others believe that the Tamawo is a cursed human who was transformed into a water-dwelling creature because of their evil deeds or disrespect for nature. A post on Night Skyly's blogspot said that the Tamawo are invariably male in numerous stories. It is stated that because the Tamawas are completely male, they cannot reproduce females and hence must entice mortal women to procreate. I don't believe that they just abduct women uh, by taking them from their homes. I believe they seduce them with love or the illusion of affection. Now, why do I say this? You see, there have been reports of male tamawo hypnotizing women into having sexual contact with them. After then, when the lady becomes pregnant and finally delivers birth, the child is whisked away by his father, which is the tamawo, and the entire incident or agony will be recalled as a dream or a nightmare by the woman. And as a result, she is unaware that she was impregnated by a fairy-like person and gave birth to a kid. However, with that being said, we cannot dismiss the possibility that a tamawo and a human may have or create a genuine love. Falling in love with a mortal causes the Tamawo's exquisite and appealing features to fade, his light, silvery skin to darken and wrinkle, his sharp fangs and golden claws to wither, and the Tamawo to die according to certain stories. According to some legends, the Tamawo's immortality and beauty would fade only 
if the human he picked did not fall in love with him. If the human fell in love with the tamawo and the love is actually genuine, the tamawo will remain the same. If human love for the tamawo is fake, however, the tamawo will deteriorate into an ugly creature and a husk of its former self. While it's more common to hear Tamawas described as men, further research suggests that in folklore, there exists female Tamawo. In Mr. Carl Gavers' research, there is a female Tamawo called Manilagnilag. This particular Tamawo likes to attend human social gatherings and festivities. The Tamawos are reported to converse with humans and even attend Mass, although they are said to leave before the benediction. There's also another female Tamawo called the Mabukai that hang out around the shallow wells. There is a variety of Tamawo known as Lumon that like to dwell in human households, and these Lumon play practical pranks on the residents by concealing some of their belongings, which are later recovered from where they went missing. So, if you're in the woods and you encounter a very good-looking person, and this person doesn't have any shadow, be very careful and don't eat anything that they offer because you might just turn into a tamawo. And that concludes the second episode of the podcast about the wonderful tamawo. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned something new. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Or you can always become a patron member and get cool benefits. Just head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. Or you can always donate via Gcash. Information will be on the description. Once again, thank you so very much to my patrons and to you, my dear listeners. Thank you so very much for continuously supporting the podcast. Please stay safe. This has been Ethan, and thanks for listening to Tabi Tabi Podcast. Join me next time to discuss more Philippine creatures. Bye!